0: Hello and welcome to the Cowboy Chronicles, the Oklahoma's Oklahoma State Football podcast. I am your host Scott Wright, joined by Jacob Unruh. It is the postgame edition, following Oklahoma State's 33 to seven loss to South Alabama. A um, dispiriting was the word I went with in my game story, Jacob. That's I, was, a good I, was, one. I was looking for a, a, a really good word to describe this one. That is suitable for print, and uh, <laughs> that was uh, yeah. that was about the best I yeah. could do.
1: I I went with frustrating. I went a little more simple just because everyone kept saying frustrating in the post game, but frustration, yeah. dispiriting, discouraged um, disastrous, disastrous. Um, sort lot of curse dis- words we can't say. A lot of diss words that fit. Yeah, fits this game tonight.
0: Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll get to as much as we can here on the uh, the cowboy walk and talk as we had Back to our cars, we're leaving Boone Pickens Stadium. It's awful quiet right here in Stillwater. It absolutely is. Of course, it's very quiet. 1240 AM. Yeah, it is. It's a a late night after a, uh, a very difficult loss. Let's start with this. I know a lot of fans are bothered by the quarterback carousel.
1: Yes. Look at my mentions.
0: Yes, exactly. I continue to contend, and I think tonight proved it more uh, more vigorously, the offensive line is
1: a far bigger concern for this offense than the quarterback. The quarterbacks can't function right now. No. They could not function tonight. Um, it was a big problem. Alan Bowen was running for his life. Gunnar Gundy was running for his life. Garrett Rangel briefly ran for his life. Yes. It just made things incredibly difficult and you can't evaluate i don't know you know i know mike said on monday how do you pick a quarterback and tell the other two why they didn't get the right. job i'm still with them on this how do you yeah. pick one right no and he I,
0: I asked him this question in postgame and he didn't really follow what i was trying to get at like i don't even know how you try to evaluate your quarterbacks when they can't go through their progressions probably. yeah I, I, I completely agree it's 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 it's, it's got to make it more difficult even from a coach's perspective knowing what they're supposed to be looking at where they're supposed to be going with the ball all of those things when you know that they know what's coming in terms of pressure or don't know what's coming yeah it, it it's got to make evaluating the job that they did much more difficult and You know, Garrett Rangel kind of got the short end of the stick, only got a couple of possessions at the end of the game in desperation time, was one of five passing, but Mm -hmm. everybody in the stadium
1: knew he was going to throw the ball. Yeah, they weren't handing the ball off at that point. No. And he missed a practice this week, according to Gundy. Right. He was sick. So I get why he was the last guy in. But how do you evaluate him right now? He got one less series than everyone else in Arizona State. Yes. He got... Two less series than Bowman and three less than Gundy tonight. Right. So I, I mean, you can't knock him out of the race, and right, he's not getting. If you're wanting to make this even, he's not getting the the even reps.
0: No, no, he hasn't, and he's been in 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 situations that aren't just typical offensive situations. We talked about tonight already. Um, you know, at the end of the game at Arizona State, they were trying to run out the clock. Yeah. And he didn't really get to operate in the normal offense in that scenario either. I really, I think he might be
1: the most consistent out of uh, yeah out of the three. I think he's looked the best passing when he's run the offense like normal. Right.
0: You know, I know I know a lot of people are down on on Alan Bowman. I still I still think he um i still think he brings something to the table yeah that that the other two don't i know the the interception was very frustrating he got booed which i thought was weak the booing was not necessary right and and i i realized some people are trying to say that they're just booing the situation booing yeah. gundy for for doing this
1: if that was true they wouldn't have cheered like crazy yeah when gundy came they on chanted the gunner gundy's name that they just kind of sealed it for me that it wasn't exactly yes. directed at the coaching staff exactly um over to well no, no let's stay stay
0: with the offense for for now uh, I didn't realize it until we were talking after the game when we broke down the run numbers splitting running backs apart from the quarterbacks the running backs rushed 17 times for 66 yards almost 4 yards a carry yeah not bad that kind of blew my mind obviously they couldn't run the ball enough because they got so far behind yeah. they had to get away from it Ollie Gordon did not touch the ball nearly enough. Not at all.
1: Or Brennan Presley, for that matter. Right. But Ollie especially in this case.
0: Yes. And um, you know Casey Dunn detailed some of the reasons why it was hard to get the ball to Brennan because of the way that that they were being defended uh, with the way they were using their safeties. It made it tougher to get uh, some of the shorter passes that they like to use. They needed to either run the ball or hit them with deep passes to open things up. And make those uh, those throws to Brennan a little bit uh, more convenient and they couldn't do either of those things so but Ollie you know where he's gonna be and you just hand him the ball
1: yes but when you're down 23 or nothing right handing the ball off you're out, you run it you don't have time and as Mike pointed out the new clock rules impact that a little bit too yeah because you can't because you can't get a first down and stop the clock now right and so you run the ball you take off time and they don't have they had they had no time to take off the clock so no
0: no they didn't and you know they score a touchdown with with just under 13 minutes left the first touchdown of the night made it 23 to 7 at that point and you've all of a sudden got to start counting possessions because mm-hmm. 13 minutes is is not that much against a team that's running the ball effectively the way that South Alabama was So. Uh, that's probably a good transition to the defensive side of the ball, which was, I, I don't know. I, it's hard, hard to explain. Because, I still think decent. Right. They t- they tackled better, I think. I think this was their best tackling game that they've had all season. But they also had more busts than they've had all season and gave yeah. up more big plays.
1: They got gashed up front. They just. Yeah, they were, as, they were getting handled. As Brian Nardo said, it's like he was like, we're. He felt like every time you look up, it's like, all right, we're there. And we're at the point where we need to be. And then it's second and six instead of second and nine. And you're like, wait, what just happened? Right. So it's just, it was a frustrating night for the defense, I think, more than anything. I think it's, there's a lot of frustration to go around. But I think the defense was especially frustrated because they felt like they were doing a lot of things right. Right. But nothing was going their way. Exactly. And, you know,
0: there were just, even just little things like um you know guys getting an extra couple of yards here and there and um you know just, just um, you know a bust that comes at 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 a horrible time or uh court, the quarterback slipping away on a third and long and being able to run for the first down some some things that you know you they were they were right on the verge of making a big play and then couldn't finish it off so
1: yeah, and and I I want to say this. LaDamian Webb, he's really good. That dude's solid. He's really good. And their their receiver uh, Lacey, right? Yes. Uh, was really good too. Yes. So he I mean, they was. they have some playmakers. It wasn't just like these guys weren't very good. Like these guys are legit. Like LeDamian Webb went to Florida State at one point instead right. of OSU. Yeah. Like OSU really wanted him. I mean, they would have gladly have him right now they could probably but like you know it's just I think that made difference too and you've got those kind of those those are probably the two best playmakers they've played against
0: yeah and then and then you factor in that this team was playing a very physical brand of football they were uh they were matching up and often beating OSU in the trenches Mm -hmm. and then you add the playmakers behind that and it was a uh, a very difficult night all the way around for for Oklahoma State. I would say the next most important thing in terms of well, there was there were a lot of things. You start you start naming. If you, if somebody says what went wrong for Oklahoma State, you you got to have a full notebook to uh, yeah. to get yeah. the list. Drop passes. Um, I mean, the Jaden Bray pass early on was going to go for a touchdown.
1: It was. He was yes. long gone.
0: Um, uh, Brennan Presley muffs a punt, which I I think we can probably count on one hand the number of times he's done that in yeah. his entire career.
1: That's, that was that was strange. And
0: that that gave them a field goal and, and some momentum. So um, and then and then the penalties obviously were a uh, major concern. They had a lot of penalties
1: <laughs> through three games.
0: Yeah, and and tonight's they you know, they only had. What, seven accepted, I guess, out of? Yeah,
1: seven accepted, and five were on offense. Right. Because I'm not counting the uh, catch interference on a punt right. as offense yeah. like it was in the stat system. Like, right. But, yeah, one defensive penalty, five offensive penalties, and I think four of them were holding. Right. They
0: were accepted. Yes, and they just seemed to always come at at a really bad time. One not took a
1: 34-yard pass from Tal- Talon Shetron. Right. Away, like, just, this is Another not
0: one was like an eight-yard gain. I want to say it was a first down carry by uh-huh. by Ollie Gordon.
1: So, yeah. Here's the were... question: Speaking of that stuff for Ollie Gordon, did did the uh, officials ice Ollie Gordon uh, uh, with the with the review call? With the review call,
0: yes, they did. He
1: was going, he was jumping, he's energetic, he had a big first down run, right. and it didn't count. They had to go review the previous play. Yes, and it felt like they iced they iced the kicker there. It and, felt the that kicker way was a Ollie hit. Gordon, and. I felt like that just kind of stops the momentum.
0: Yeah, felt that way a a little bit for sure. So, um, but it just seemed like it was one of those nights where a lot of things were going against Oklahoma State's momentum, Mm -hmm. whether it was self-inflicted wounds or fluky things like that. So, very difficult night. Uh, I have no reason to believe that Mike Gundy is going to name a quarterback between now and Iowa State. No, next Saturday. No, I think he'll probably. I I would assume he goes into the bye week after Iowa State, ready to make a decision. But it's just really hard to to predict right now.
1: I I mean, everyone's split on who to who to pick, anyways. Right. That that wants him to make a call. I mean, no exactly. one has. There's no consensus. So. No. No, it's hard. Not at it's, all. it's easy to understand why this would be difficult for him to pick somebody right now. Right.
0: So, all in all, a mess of a night for Oklahoma State. So many things that went wrong. So many things they've got to get fixed. Some things that I don't know if they can fix. I don't know if you can make this offensive line adequate at this point for, for Big Twelve play. They're going to go up to Iowa State, and I know Iowa State is a mess right now. But they're gonna be physical and they're gonna play yeah. some tough defense.
1: And they're gonna be upset that they got beat by Ohio. Yeah. Just like oh she's gonna be upset they got beat by South Alabama.